As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Another episode. This is our 17th, which uh, I'm very proud to see all the organizations that we're highlighting. So much good stuff. Again, the website, financialwakeupshow.com. Email me, daniel at financialwakeupshow.com. Phone number, 8507-WAKE-UP if you want to reach me. If you have any doubt, just reach out. Until next week, I wish you health, wealth, and prosperity. You've been listening to the Financial Wake Up Show with Daniel Choi, KCA, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and 102.3 FM as well. Have a good weekend. Bye-bye. Guardian, its subsidiaries, agents, and employees do not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. Consult your tax, legal, or accounting professional regarding your individual situation. All investments contain risk and may lose value. Daniel Choi, Chartered Retirement Planning Counselor and Certified Exit Planner, is a registered representative financial advisor of Park Avenue Securities, LLC. Securities products and advisory services offered through PAS, member FINRA, SIPC, financial representative of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York, PAS, is an indirect, wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Westpac Wealth Partners is not an affiliate or subsidiary of PAS or Guardian California Insurance License Number OD40390. This radio broadcast is for informational purposes only. Guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by PAS, Guardian, or Westpac. Opinions stated are their own and not necessarily those of PAS, Guardian, or Westpac. 2016-30361 expires 1018. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM. K292FQ Riverside and K293CF Moreno Valley. Redlands Blueprint and Commercial Printing Company has been serving the greater Inland Empire for over 60 years. For all of your printing needs, from full color printing to high speed copying and everything in between, go to Redlands Blueprint and Commercial Printing Company. Their staff is committed to your total satisfaction. Great service isn't just lip service at Redlands Blueprint and Commercial Printing Company. It's the way they do business year after year. Having trouble finding drafting supplies? Redlands Blueprint and Commercial Printing Company still carries a complete selection. Redlands Blueprint and Commercial Printing Company is rated high in customer satisfaction by Value Star, an independent rating company. 
For all of your personal or business printing, call Redlands Blueprint and Commercial Printing Company at 909-792-3478. That's 792-3478. Or visit them on New York Street in Redlands off the I-10 and the Crosstown Freeway. Coming to you on state... Tell weeds where to go with Chateau Herbicide from Valent USA Corporation. Growers and PCAs count on Chateau because it's effective on more than 90 of the toughest winter annual broadleaf and grass weeds in crops like almonds, pistachios, walnuts, grapes, and alfalfa. Chateau delivers proven, long-lasting residual control, and Chateau can be used on new plantings and young, non-bearing trees and vines. Even better, Chateau is weather-ready and farm-ready. Chateau stays where you put it and doesn't photodegrade as it waits for moisture activation. Other pre-emergence herbicides can leach, co-distillate, and or photodegrade reducing performance, and Chateau is activated with only a quarter inch of rainfall or irrigation water. Take control and keep control of weeds with Chateau Herbicide. To learn more, talk to your PCA or go to valent.com slash chateau. And while you're there, find out how Asana XL Insecticide protects trees from dormant peach twig borer. Always read and follow label instructions. This is KCAA. Do you have to ride the bus or depend on someone else for a ride? Is your current car giving you problems or just getting too old? Nearly everybody needs a car, but most people don't have enough money lying around. That's where car financing from Credit Yes comes in. For over a decade, Credit Yes has helped millions of people get the auto loan that's right for them. We want to help you too and for free. Whether you have bad credit, no credit, or even gone through bankruptcy, we could help you get a car loan. We believe that everyone deserves a second chance. If you call right now, we could find you the right financing option, no matter your credit history. 855-669-7131. Every call is absolutely free and there's no obligation, meaning there's nothing to lose. Now is the time, and it's probably not always going to be this easy. We even have programs that may allow you to put zero money down. Don't wait any longer to get the car you need, no matter your credit history. Call credit Credit Yes for free right now. 855-669-7131. That's 855-669-7131. One last time, 855-669-7131. KCAA Loma Linda, your CNBC news station for the Inland Empire. On this program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of this station, staff, management, or advertisers. Coming to you on stations coast to coast, it's the Making It Radio Show with your hosts, self-made millionaires, Tommy Runfola and Todd Williams. Tommy Runfola, founder and president of one of America's top technology consumer products and media companies, author, investor, and National Entrepreneur of the Year nominee. Tommy has worked with five U.S. presidents and vice presidents. Todd Williams, founder and CEO of Inc. Magazine's 2013 fastest-growing food and beverage companies in America, a former NBC TV personality and Harvard Business alumnus. Making It is the source for success stories and in-the-trenches information that outlines a roadmap to the American dream. And now, here's Tommy and Todd. Welcome. This is Tommy and Todd making it coast to coast. Thank you for joining us, America, and we're so glad you're here. So what's going on, big guy? Uh, just looking forward to a, another great show. I'm looking, we're piling them up. We're I'm, piling them up. I'm looking right at Brittany's beautiful shoes. That girl has so I many can. shoes. Yes. I, I, she, you, we're, our, I'm telling you, you're going to 
Blah, blah, blah. You're going to shut down our website with those shoes. Yes. I'm going to drive you to the poorhouse, apparently, if your wife keeps buying all the shoes. <laughs> and I that's have. the second problem I need to speak with you <laughs> Tommy's about. Tommy's got to keep making it because his wife likes to buy shoes after yes, I buy she them. Does. Yeah. She does. Shoes. Yes. Shoes. So what's going on today, Brittany? All right. Great lineup today. First up on Showbuzz, we're discussing the CNBC show Restaurant Startup. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, then my danger report. I'm not going to tell you which company I'm profiling. Uh, I hope it's so not mine. We like it. it. I hope it's Todd's, not mine. <laughs> no. Uh, luckily, you guys are not in danger this okay, year. Okay, thank you. Um, and then the fix. You two are discussing true religion. Ooh. And giving some them some advice, business advice. Is that about religion or is it about genes? I don't know. You're going to have to stay tuned for that part. All right, we'll figure it out. Um, and then on our deep dive segment, we're discussing why is Amazon so successful? Like, let me count the ways. Then on Making It or Breaking It, we're wrapping up by going old school, discussing handwritten letters. Mm. Yeah. Handwritten All right. Letters. Nice pause there on that. Must have Emphatically, meaning Emphatically. Exactly. Making it show buzz. First up, show buzz. We're discussing the show on CNBC restaurant startup. Now, this one, first when I looked at it, because I haven't seen it. I had not seen it um, initially. Uh, it seems it seemed to me just like every other restaurant show. So there's so many different ones out there. Then when I actually read more of the plot behind it and started watching the show, I realized that the actual um, way that they're competing and what they get get out of it is is much much different. Right. Yeah. So basically, there's teams. They're competing. One of them wins. Then the winner gets seventy five hundred dollars, a location. And they get various helpers to refine their restaurant ideas, including logo design, decor, and menu, and turn the concept into a functioning restaurant in 36 hours. Right. right. That's a day and a half. Yes. Well, the difference of this restaurant show is, is that they make you prove that you can do it before they actually really invest. Right. Really invest. Yes. Yeah. So it's like, uh, it's kind of like a Shark Tank for restaurants only because if you look at Shark Tank and... We've been interviewing several of the uh, entrepreneurs uh, from Shark Tank, um, and they don't do many restaurants on there. Right. And so uh, what they do is they say, okay, they give you, on this show, Restaurant Startup, they give you the keys to an L.A. Uh, a restaurant, and they also give you um, 36 hours to show your stuff and $7,500. And then you have to prove that you can... Uh, make a pop-up restaurant and make it successful in three days. Right. So it's kind of like stuff, it's kind of like Shark Tank. Give you meets, a consultant. It's, so it's kind of like Shark Tank meets Cupcake Wars, right. where they yeah. actually judge your execution absolutely and how well you're able to execute, not just your theoretical idea. Yeah. It's a little bit more real world. Yeah, I, yeah. I watched uh, several episodes and mm-hmm. I, I I was really impressed uh, uh, with the judges uh, with the. Uh, concept and with uh, the contestants that came on uh the first one i watched was uh, uh called uh, snr eatery and it, it was uh, uh sort of a food truck uh operation and uh there was uh, a puerto rican and italian lady uh and of course they had uh, puerto rican and italian served with southern charm because one of them was from the south and it was uh, uh, really, you know, a, a unique uh, kind of uh, uh, concept. Uh, but the judges uh, looked at it and they thought it lacked focus and uh, uh, wasn't that appealing as an investment. So they passed on them. 
Uh, then the, the next one I saw was uh, really interesting, Todd. You would have liked this. It was a husband and wife, and they had uh, a food uh, court concept uh, that they were trying to brand into a, a national franchise. Right. Uh, and the owners had that entrepreneurial spirit. Uh, he was the, the primary chef and so on. Uh, but they, they didn't have a lot of experience in branding and building the concept and so on. And uh, even though the food was outstanding, there were some real um, uh, shortcomings in, in the in the business. Right. Uh, and when they give you this uh, this 24 hours to start a business and, and get it rolling, I mean, you have to hire employees. Uh, you have to have uh, uh, manuals and and uh, uh, all of the things that you need to, to right. start a business recipe book and, and so on. Uh, you have to have the food costs down. Uh, and it, it was a real challenge for these folks. Right. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, when I think of the restaurant business, me personally, that's a hard business. I think it is, too. I mean, I love a good restaurant and, you know, going to one. But running it, I mean, it's a combination of uh, theatrical presentation. Um, it's entertainment. It's also got just, you know hardcore you know business work in it right you know everything else that 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 you know is involved in the business and then there's typically slim margins on it and if you want to have a good restaurant you usually have to have a good piece of real estate which isn't cheap right unless you're some way you know you can make some kind of narrative up where that you get people to come to a lower rent district well in, your great restaurant. in this particular concept uh they they talked about the rent and it was uh it was it was fifteen percent of the uh, of the take, uh, so you, you know fifteen cents of every dollar was going to the landlord, right? And you had food costs on top of well, that. Well, that's not unusual. I mean, yeah, I know, mean it, right, it is right. in a mall. That's that's the what you pay. The biggest, uh, of course, the table. Uh, but you know the standardization and uh, uh, the uh, systems that have to be created, and the training that goes in. Remember, uh, you're bringing in employees, and they have to learn in 24 hours your concept, mm -hmm. uh, your recipes, everything how you want to serve customers. Right. And it, it, it's quite a challenge for these people. Well, and another thing that we go back to time and time again on the show which is you know what constitutes a really great business idea that's you know seemingly unique and successful um, I think it's so interesting in the restaurant business I mean everybody eats everybody's essentially their own food critic everybody has experience in that area everybody has their own opinion um, so essentially you're trying to take something that's very uh, you're trying to come up with an idea that a lot of people are going to like you want something that's very middle of the road that has an appeal to a wide um, range and variety and of course amount of customers but at the same time you have to have some usp basically on it what's your flavor what's different why are they going to choose you over someone else and in the area of food i think it's so interesting because as much as people say they want something new 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 um a lot of times they go back to the same pizza and burger give me the plain turkey sandwich i mean people are pretty plain on food so i think it's a really interesting um example in business and study in business to look at how can you make something feel new and seem new and and give it a, the feeling of a new experience but still delivering kind of the same old same old staples that people know and love and are going to predictably buy well the, the, one of the things that uh, uh, everybody finds out in every small business it's more than about just your product if you're in the restaurant business 
of course, your, your food is important, but it's about training people. It's about having the proper uh, trade dress for your, your business. Uh, it, it's about projections. It's about money. It's about consistency. Uh, and all of these things go into uh, creating a business that's sustainable and brandable uh, and scalable. So it's, again, uh, are you in business or, or are you uh, good at uh, creating food? Right. Uh, you have to have them both. Right. This requires, to, rest, to be successful in restaurant business requires, one, you have to have a passion about the particular food that right. you're making. Yeah. And also about serving people. Right. And I think that a lot of restaurants, they have people that are, that, that a lot of people go into restaurant business, they have a passion about food and making food yes. and serving people, and then they don't really have a passion about the business side. Right. And so then it goes down. Yes. Some people go in it because they think there's a lot of money can be made in a restaurant because they see restaurants are packed and all the people paying for their, for their uh, expensive uh, uh, dinners, and they don't have any passion about the food, and then that falls short. Mm-hmm. And then there's this... Uh, pressure that you know so uh you know on this show you know a lot of times they say like you know so what's special about your 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 food and exactly. what's special about, and it kind of puts you in a a feeling a pressure a feeling of that you have to come up with something totally new right totally different you know or you're not going to make it and like what Brittany was saying like i couldn't go on one of these shows personally because i would come up with something like uh Wall burgers like Mark Wahlberg did, like just a gourmet burger. Wait, I yes. thought you were going to say like you couldn't go on this show because you barely know how to make peanut butter and jelly for yourself. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> that that would have been I true. Could, I, could, also. I could come up with ideas. <laughs> I wouldn't make it. But they, you know, I just think that the great ideas are in what people already want. Right. Especially with food. Right. And just innovating on them a little just bit. Just a slight, slight twist. And a lot of these, you know, food people, they want to just make something that's so out of the box. Right. Um, and a lot of times people don't understand unless you're a literal food connoisseur. Well, that, w- that was the problem with one of the episodes I watched. The, the guy was a great chef. And what he didn't quite get is that they, they didn't want him in the, in the kitchen uh, in, in this experiment. They were calling him out. Uh, because they wanted to make sure that the ideas and the recipes and everything that he was doing was scalable and that they could uh, he, he could, in fact, be absent from the business and still make it go. He was seeking two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, by the way, to start a third location of his business. And uh, they ended up making what they called an emotional investment in this business. Mm. Uh, and mm. it, when you followed it through to the worst kind, it is. <laughs> and, and they said that and they uh, they made him uh, buy out one of his partners uh, that he owed one hundred and twenty thousand dollars to. Uh, and it said later in the show, you know, they have a due diligence period uh, with uh, these businesses and it said later in the show that they didn't make it through the due diligence Ooh. period that right. the investors thought it was too big a risk. Yes. You know, another thing I noticed that uh, that's important for businesses, especially nowadays, is that your chef has to be a celebrity. Yes. That's I mean, very you know, true. When, when I was it's almost uh, like a headliner on a movie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, traveling through these big cities, you look up on billboards and. I'm saying, who who is that person on a huge billboard? Mm-hmm. And it's a chef at one of the restaurants. At, They're promoting that chef like 
come to this hotel or restaurant because right. we have this famous chef. So it's uh it's a big deal to be a chef at a big time restaurant. I saw a show last night. It was about Portland, Oregon. And they talked about certain restaurants uh, where they basically had celebrity chefs and they did these unusual things with food. Uh, and it, it was all about the chef, as you said. Yes. And so that means that uh, not only, you know, does owning a restaurant mean you have to have great food and stellar service, but you also have to build up your own personal brand name. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, to make people want to come to your restaurant. Right. right. And it's just that the restaurant business is as competitive as, competitive as ever. Mm -hmm. And you really have to know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I knew uh, Dave Thomas when he started Wendy's right. back in the day. And uh, he was not uh, what you would call a chef. No. But he understood fast food. He had been under Colonel Sanders. Right. And uh, the business part of it, uh, particularly in fast food, is a big part of the concept. Right. Well, yeah, in fast food, you're really talking about, you know, the business side more so. Systems and um, so on. Yes. And in restaurants, uh, you have to get in all these details, you know, about uh, the customer experience and uh, food quality and food presentation. It's so much deeper. But I think Restaurant Startup is a, it's a good show. It's like Shark Tank for the restaurant uh, entrepreneur. It was a great show. So it's a good watch. Uh, you're listening to Making It with Tommy and Todd Coast to Coast. We'll be right back. Have you ever wondered why some people get rich and others don't? Are you in a stressful, scary place with your money right now? Do you desire financial freedom for you and your family? I'm Tommy Runfola, host of the nationally syndicated radio show Making It, multi-million dollar entrepreneur and author of the new hit book, The Way of the Rich. I'm from meager beginnings on the south side of Pittsburgh. I've narrowly escaped bankruptcy, but I found the way and made my first million by age 30. And then I went on to spend 30 years and thousands of interactions with rich and wealthy people putting this book, The Way of the Rich, together. This book is so powerful, special, and easy to understand, and it's only an $11.95 investment in your financial future and life. It could easily sell for $50. I can promise you that like thousands of my readers reported, if you order this book and read it, it only takes a few hours and read it again and again. All that fear around money that's eating at you is going to vanish. This book is debt dynamite. Some people read it and see financial results the same day, some in two weeks, and you can too. Order The Way of the Rich online today at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and other fine e-tailers. And if you order today, I'll include a free The Way of the Rich Idea notepad to write the breakthrough financial ideas you'll start receiving the minute you begin reading this book. So hurry and order today and be sure to visit TommyRunfola.com for more information on getting rich. That's Tommy, R-U-N-F-O-L-A.com. To get Tommy's new book, The Way of the Rich, order online today at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and other fine e-tailers. And be sure to visit TommyRunfola.com for more information on how to become rich. That's TommyRunfola, R-U-N-F-O-L-A, TommyRunfola.com. Another day has begun. 
Organize, prepare, get a jump on your emails, out the door and in traffic before rush hour. This is the push that gets things done. The hard work and the problem solving that makes the success happen. Always fighting to be your best. Because the minute you step back and rest on what you did, you're finished. This is Vertex. Defined as reaching the top apex. Your best self. The Vertex at your job, business, family, and self. The promotions. The big deal. The great workout. The great relationship. The new house, car, or bonus. This is what Vertex Foods is all about. Healthy energy bars, protein, oats, meal replacement shakes, snacks, and smoothies. Fuel to reach your Vertex. To find out what thousands of top executives, celebrities, and athletes know and love about us, visit VertexFoods.com. That's VertexFoods.com. Hashtag Reach Your Vertex. How can you become more powerful and self-assured and able to reach your dreams faster? Tommy Runfola, America's leading rags-to-riches inspiration and wealth coach and founder and president of Tommy Runfola Personal Development, trains ordinary people to get rich and succeed in today's world. Go to TommyRunfola.com today, that's R-U-N-F-O-L-A, to download your free book called The Most Driven People in the World, and also enjoy a huge selection of free content to help you get rich and improve the quality of your life easily and quickly. Tommy Runfola Personal Development, winning through inspiration, success stories, and mentorship. San Bernardino, Loma Linda, Rialto listens to KCAA Radio. Are you thirsty for books that will fill your soul with wisdom, joy, and inspiration? Then take a refreshing and nourishing drink at Alice's Quiet Mind Bookstore, located in the heart of the Agape International Spiritual Center in Culver City, which incidentally was recently featured on the Today Show. From aromatic soy candles to best-selling authors like Dr. Michael Bernard Beckwith and a whole host of other visionaries, Alice's Quiet Mind Bookstore has everything to soothe your body, spirit, and soul. For more info and directions, visit agapelive.com today. Wishing for a little bit more information? You'll get it all here on KCAA Radio. Your questions about business, career, personal development, and achieving the American dream are more than welcome. Email them to info at makingitnow.com. Now back to more Making It with Tommy and Todd. OMG Fact of the Week. Walt Disney World Resort encompasses 30,500 acres, making it approximately the same size as San Francisco. Ooh, that's pretty big. Wow. Yes. I read, uh, I read recently that Disney does about $45 billion a year. Do you think the city of San Francisco brings in $45 billion a year? That's a good question. Yeah, I wonder. You know, All city. Well, maybe Disney should take over San Francisco. <laughs> a lot of people would like that probably. A lot yeah. of Disney you know, fanatics. Well, I think it's time for our danger report, and let's hope that San Francisco's not on the danger report. No, here. no, it's not. But I think there is one of these stores in San Francisco. There, there has to be. It's everywhere. All right, danger report time. The industry of department stores, brick-and-mortar retail stores, and more specifically, Nordstrom's, and what's going on with their brick-and-mortar situation. Now, this is fitting because we've been discussing my shoes. Um, And uh, so the issue going on with Nordstrom's, who I love to buy shoes from, by the way, is that basically all mall-based retailers, department stores and chain stores within malls, have been struggling since the advent of Amazon. Right. Um, and as and Amazon is, has been growing over the years and, and 
developing their offerings, Amazon Prime, Amazon Pantry, every way, drone delivery, um, every way that Amazon is making life easier and more convenient for you to shop and get your goods, it's really presenting a tough challenge to these brick-and-mortar retailers. Um, so the issue with Nordstrom's is that they've kind of been one of the leading retailers. And as far as investing in stock portfolio, they've been a good buy here to now, um, where just recently that changed. So right before the holidays, uh, you know, they dropped several points and, and um, investment confidence was down. And so uh, on the company end of it, they were discussing, are they even going to try to bring new life into their brick and mortar business? This is the lowest that their foot traffic has been inside store locations since 1972. Oh, wow. And so discussing their business model and their business plan moving mm. forward, they've decided to continue investing in their online experience and in their app, which is excellent, I must say. Again, I buy shoes on there and other things. Um, but their decision is to continue um, more in the online stratosphere and more on their app, which is essentially a catch-22 because it's going to continue to hurt uh, what's going on in their brick-and-mortar locations. So. Yeah. Nordstrom's is known for its um, customer service. Yeah. And I've got a, a brief story about uh, Nordstrom's uh, customer service. Okay. Uh, there was a gentleman who was a public speaker who was from uh, Minneapolis, and he bought a suit uh, that was supposed to be ready for him on his way to the airport. He was going to pick it up and uh, take it to Houston, Texas, I believe he was going to mm -hmm. speak. And when he got to the store, he tried the suit on. It didn't fit right. And he didn't have time to wait for them to alter it. He was very upset about it. He said, I, I'm just going and I'll, I'll use a backup suit or, or whatever. Uh, when he uh, got to his hotel that evening, uh, the suit showed up properly tailored uh, with a personal note from the manager and a free tie. That's excellent. And they, the suit was perfect. And in, they just through their customers, excellent customer yes, service. one turned, of the reasons I love Nordstrom's. Turned a, a disaster into a, a, a raving fan. Yes, absolutely. Nordstrom's yeah. awesome, but again, changing the face of their business. The Fix. You two are discussing the business True Religion. True Religion, Todd. So what? It, it's, it's in some trouble. Okay. You know, um, from from what what they say, it's they, uh, they've been in trouble with me for a little while <laughs> because they never fit me. Yeah. Now I know the two of you with perfect uh, physiques probably no, fit no. right into them, but they they just never fit me. No, actually not. I mean, they're you've got they're, athletic issues over here. So they're saying they're in some you know they're in some trouble. You know they're being forecasted that they probably they may have to declare bankruptcy, and uh, recently having been to Vegas and there's a store. In the forum shops, True Religion, I went into, and I will say that uh, I went in there for my size, and they don't have anything uh, lengthwise beyond a 32. And even the guy working there said, you know, they barely fit him. Wow. You know, he was tucking them in his boots. Yeah. So they were a big celebrity brand 10 years ago, major status symbol. A big part of their success is their in-store presentation. So it's like uh, Abercrombie & Fitch's. A big part of their success is the in-store experience. But you have to have the people in the store to have that experience. Right, right. Yes. Well, so people went towards uh, buying jeans online. Yes. And so they're not going into the stores as much. Right. And Abercrombie has more than jeans that they sell. Well, True Religion is primarily jeans. And so when shopping went away from stores, it really hurt True Religion. So 
They've hired a law firm to restructure their debt. They have about $500 million in debt. And Kirkland and Ellis, by the way, is one of the finest law firms in the country. I've worked with them in the past, uh, not on my bankruptcy, thank God. Right. But uh, they, uh, they're, they're a really fine law firm, and I think if anyone can find their way through uh, this situation legally, it's Kirkland and Ellis. Well, they're in that restructuring debt process, and uh, they also another thing was uh, this. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, uh, athletic, um, casual athletic uh, reduced the, amu- the, the amount of uh, times people wear jeans outside of um outside of the gym. Are you talking about I mean, how the, girls wear leggings or guys wearing like Adidas track pants and stuff? People are wearing their athletic clothes outside of the gym. So both genders. I mean. and it's a problem in both genders. Yes. Yeah, okay. if so you go to so nice... they're not wearing jeans well, I mean, I'm much. not saying it's a problem. It's a problem for true religion, but not right. for me. They're not wearing warm-ups in the gym and then putting their jeans on outside of the gym. Right. right. They're more just wearing the same thing, so that's hurting jeans. In sales. fine restaurants today, you'll find people in uh, essentially workout outfits. Exactly. Yes. All right, the Go Zone Energy Break by Vertex Foods. What successful people eat? Mark Wahlberg. Every day he eats a, the owner of Wahlburgers, by the way. He eats a salad, a turkey, turkey sandwich, and a sweet potato for lunch. Ooh. Mark Wahlberg. All right, What Mark. successful people eat. For more information about Go Zone and, and uh, Go Zone Energy, Go to vertexfoods.com and you will find lots of healthy foods for active people. You're listening to Making with Tommy and Todd. We'll be right back. NBC News Radio, I'm Lisa Carter. Vice President Mike Pence says he and President Trump are standing by Attorney General Jeff Sessions. President, I have full confidence in the Attorney General. He is a 
man of integrity. I think he's corrected the record uh, appropriately. Sessions facing heat about meetings he had with the Russian ambassador to the U.S. Jewish groups applauding the arrest of a suspect as the investigation into a wave of bomb threats at community centers continues. And in New York News Conference, the Anti-Defamation League's Evan Bernstein saying, Heat towards the Jewish community and other minority groups is very real. The FBI taking Juan Thompson into custody in St. Louis, accusing him of phoning in at least eight threats against Jewish community centers around the country. When it comes to Celebrity Apprentice, Arnold Schwarzenegger is saying, Hasta la vista, baby. And he is blaming President Trump. He tells Empire Magazine, quote, with Trump being involved in the show, people have a bad taste and don't want to participate as a spectator or as a sponsor or in any other way support the show. Trump's name appears on the show's credits as an executive producer. The president has publicly slammed Schwarzenegger for low ratings on the reality TV show. Big day for gamers with the launch of the Nintendo Switch. Players can use the Switch with a TV as a handheld device or set the display anywhere for on-the-go gaming. The 1-2 Switch game encourages players to interact face-to-face. Get the party started. But the party may be cut short with only about three hours of battery life. The company is generating interest by offering classics like Zelda and Mario. And the hype is translating into sales, with pre-orders sold out early on and a limited supply in stores. Blaine Alexander reporting on the new Nintendo Switch. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. On this week's My Awesome Empire, Travis Signs of San Bernardino, who's building beautiful tiny homes for Californians. And Trish Schmidt, whose high-tech business lets expecting moms see their unborn baby's face in 3D, high-definition, full color. (laughs) Wow. This week, My Awesome Empire. KCAA Radio, Loma Linda, where no listener is ever left behind. Your questions about business, career, personal development, and achieving the American dream are more than welcome. Call 855-MAKING-IT, 855-625-4648. Now, back to more Making It with Tommy and Todd. You're listening to Making It with Tommy and Todd, and it's time for Two with Tommy. Two with Tommy. Have you made your resolutions for 2017? I'm sure you have. And uh, maybe you were going to join a gym. Maybe you were going to lose 25 pounds, make another 50 grand. Maybe this or maybe that. But one thing that's not a maybe with most of us, and that is that we've already broken those resolutions multiple times by this point in the year. So I want to share with you a few things about resolutions, which is a fancy name for goal setting. I'm going to share some secrets about a goal setting technique that may surprise you. I've had the privilege and opportunity to meet and observe some of the world's most successful people. And I want to tell you three things that I've observed about these super achievers and how they set their goals. Number one, the super achievers are ahead of the game because they do set goals, which is something that most people don't even do on New Year's Day or any other day of the year for that matter. The mere fact that you even set goals puts you ahead of the pack. So you need to make sure that you have a vision, a plan, a path to achieve whatever it is you want to do. So set very clear and understandable and very defined goals. Write them down and keep them in front of you. Number two, 
Start thinking about your goals exponentially as opposed to incrementally. Quit limiting yourself by setting a low bar. Instead of setting a goal to make 8% or 10% more money this year than you did last year, set a goal to make 100% more money this year. Don't set a goal to lose 25 pounds when you need to lose 100 pounds. Set ambitious goals and then go after them with a plan and a vengeance. Number three, the last thing is... If you're going to be making decisions about life-changing goals, you need to be ready to take on the fight because it will be a fight, as life's challenges always are. You need to be in the best physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual state possible. You need to look good, feel good, and be good, ready to take on the world and win. So make this year the where the real you shows up. The year when you refuse to fail, refuse to come in second place, and when you get knocked down, you get right back up and finish the fight because you were born to win. This has been Two Minutes with Tommy, and I'll see you at the top. Deep Dive. dive, dive. We are on our Deep Dive segment next and discussing why Amazon is so successful. Now, this is a very loaded question. Who wants to start this one? Well, I've got a real quick answer for you. Why is Amazon so successful? I can answer it in two words. Okay. Jeff Bezos. Okay, please elaborate. All right. Jeff Bezos, the creator of Amazon, uh, knew what he wanted to do from the beginning. He's got some very unique uh, uh, ways of managing his company. Uh, he knows about customer service. He knows what the customers want. Uh, so he's created a, a culture where his employees know that they better be taking care of the customers as their number one priority. So when I say Jeff Bezos, it's his personality has infused his whole company, which is, uh, you know, one of the leading companies in the world right now. This guy, you know, so that's the that's the G-rated version okay. of, of how a company is this, this successful. But right. you don't get the billions and this size. Uh, just for that, Jeff Bezos is um, the, the the competitive environment at Amazon. Um, they said that uh, it's very common to see uh, executives uh, throw up there out of a boardroom meeting mm. because there's so much pressure mm -hmm. to perform. Right on the customer end, uh, we get the benefit of of very high levels of service, but there is a tremendous pressure there. It's like the anti Google. Right. You know, it, it's it's a totally competitive environment that makes them win. Um, a little bit more detailed insight is that one of the biggest uh, keys to their success is their efficiency. Right. They have a tremendous so what's called revenue efficiency. Um, they, they, they took at, you know, you look at brick and mortar uh, locations where you have to staff it. You have to staff the location to sell retail. Amazon said, we're going to go warehouses only mm -hmm. and no brick and mortar. Our brick and mortar is going to be the warehouses and no stores, just fulfillment centers. Number two, they went to off area locations, very depressed areas where they got huge tax breaks. Right. So now they're now they're winning already right there on the typical brick and mortar retail locations. They're just more efficient. And they're innovative. Those are very innovative concepts exactly. in business today. Exactly. Absolutely. Their top two expenses are their factory and their workforce. Right. Uh, but they're about 80 times sales per locations than, than a big brick-and-mortar retailer. Wow. They get 80 times more sales per location right. 
than a typical retailer. Right. Uh, so they had these huge economies of scale to negotiate with. Um, and it's hard to gain efficiency in a labor-intensive business. Right. Like, you know, we discussed this about being in the uh, education business. Right. Uh, much less a retail store business. Sure. Mm-hmm. Just hard to gain efficiency. So they can staff more efficiently. So they can staff people from 12 midnight to 6 in the morning where uh, a, a typical retailer, you know, they staff until 9 p.m. at night when right. they're done. Right. Uh, so they're five times more efficient overall. Wow. So this uh, revenue efficiency has kept it in the good graces with their investors. Yeah. Despite them having such a long track record of underperforming on earnings. Well, I think it's kind of twofold. There's there's the part of getting what the customer wants and the customer experience so right and making it so efficient for the customer. Um, but, I mean, to your point, Todd, there have been so many businesses that they might really get the customer right, but if they don't know how to keep their business afloat and keep investors happy, then they can't keep that business running. So... It's both sides. Well, I I always want to keep going back to customer service because Mm -hmm. if you can keep those customers calling, if you can keep them engaged with you, if they feel you're you're fighting for them, then they're going to come back and come back and come back. And that's that's what Jeff Bezos has done. Do you know that as big as that company is, that he gets uh, a lot of the customer complaints himself at an email that he's made public Uh uh, where you can email him directly. And when he gets one of those emails, he simply puts a question mark on it and sends it to the proper department, and you would think they got a ticking time bomb. Yeah. When they get a, an email from Jeff Bezos with a question mark. He's and looking they, at every problem. And they business. better resolve it and resolve it quickly and efficiently and properly. Well, let's dig into your yeah. point a little bit more, Tommy, about getting the customer right. Now, the other side of that coin is, and Todd, I know that we've had this conversation several times, when the demands of your customer and what your customer essentially wants would put you out of business. So... Back to what Todd was saying about about what Jeff Bezos has done behind the scenes um, to make his business run so efficiently. He's given this customer something that, you know, 10, 15 years ago, they couldn't imagine in their wildest dreams. He's been able to give them that level of performance and speed and delivery and variety of options. But he's managed to do it in a way that he can make money at it, um, that that you know, his company can run efficiently behind the scenes. It's not putting him out of business to service this customer so well. Right. And I think that's a point that people don't often recognize, that you can be so involved in servicing your customer and their demands and what they want, but you, you got to keep your head looking at the P&L at the same time. you got to keep your head on a swivel looking at both sides of that coin. Right. And, and so, so also um, inside and for, in, insight into him is that, he demands that you that they work from the customer backwards. Okay. So what's that mean? And that's how they create value. So they are literally obsessed there on the customer. And they work from the customer backwards. Okay. So what they're saying is they say, put ourselves in the place of that customer and whatever we're trying to sell. Okay. And then go backwards all the way to the point to where they purchased. Yeah. And before that. Yeah. And then you can see the value there. Okay. And he's quoted as saying, you better get good at what your customers want and need. Basically, Amazon just focuses better. Mm-hmm. And with well-defined customer value propositions, then teams in the company can work together to design the appropriate profit formulas. Okay. But if you don't know... 
very clearly what the customer wants. Right. You can't get into the pricing and the profit uh, uh, formulas to make this money. So that's how he marries those two sides together yes. and makes it work. I, yes. I, I think really what he's done is he, he realizes, in effect, the customer wants everything. And he's been able to diversify his his company so that you have thousands of choices of products. Mm-hmm. And the the customers love this. Uh, you you can get vegetable soup, uh, the 3,000 listings of vegetable soup, as an example. Yes. Uh, nuts, over 37,000 listings just for nuts. So they are so huge, and because they're Internet-based, they can do this. I mean, they don't have to stock their shelves with 37,000 kinds of nuts. Right. Uh, they have a picture of 37,000 kinds of nuts. Well, mm-hmm. and, and to your point, you know, Jeff Bezos, he called it Amazon because he wanted to think of the biggest uh, symbol he could think of. Right. And he really wanted to just own e-commerce. Right. The platform. Right. And he they have the unique ability to launch new businesses while extracting value from their existing ones. Right. And they keep adapting and they build a new business model to exploit more opportunities. And so his big move, though, was... Um, they, they they survive by diversification. Right. Uh, they keep doing these game-changing value propositions, mm-hmm. and they have this radical profit strategy. And their strategy that really changed them was... Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. They gave a multitude of options for retailers, small businesses, and individuals to sell their items. Amazon then receives a portion of the sale. Right. So they said, you make your own products. You make everything. We're not going to make it. Right. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a piece of everything you make. Mm-hmm. It's a multi-level e-commerce strategy, basically. Yes. And so you can sell anything on Amazon. It's the focal point of the sale where they're making the money. And so it's about the value proposition to the retailers not the customer. And you talk about getting $100 from 10 people versus 10 cents from 10,000 people. That's right. He's doing that little bit from from a lot of people. And he really he really created this model when when he started on the internet in in, in e-commerce. Uh success on the internet was very uncertain. Right. And he just had a lack of fear and he had determination and he had a vision of what uh, an e-commerce business could be and then he just executed it. Uh, and he, he's coming up uh, uh, every day with, uh, with with new ideas for this business. If you you think about um, this, is another thing that um, that I heard from Bezos and Amazon, uh, it's, it's something good for people to write it down out there. Um, identifying value begins with thinking about an important, unserved or underserved job the customer wants done. Oh, that's good. And then coming up with a value proposition to serve that unserved or underserved uh, job 
that that customer wants done, and they don't want to do it. Uh, however foreign it may be to your current offerings, you know, you still go it. You know, still do it. To transform requires being built to deliver value to the customer first. Right. Are you built to deliver value to the customer? Sure. Or are you tied up on all these other things? Sure. This is why Amazon's so great. I, I see it myself. When and I, they always I, stay one step ahead, too. They always stay one step ahead on that point of yes. delivering value to the customer. What, what's the, as, as everything in the world changes, where's the next value that the customer's going to yes. demand? He, they were losing money for so long. And Bezos said, I'm a long-term thinker. Mm-hmm. I'm not thinking about the, the, this small stuff. Yeah. I'm thinking about what these customers want. Mm-hmm. And when I go on Amazon and I see the details, you know, that, that they keep adding to it. Right. I'm saying he absolutely is thinking about what, I'm, right. what I want. Right. I started, out the, so I started out this discussion with saying two words. Jeff Bezos is the reason for Amazon's success. Right. The man has a winner's mindset. And winners know how to do one thing, and that is win. And that's what he's done since 1997 when he started out with a little online bookstore. So Jeff Bezos is the reason that Amazon is what it is today. You know, they're, I, you know, I heard that they're like uh, poised or trying to take over Walmart as the biggest retailer in the world. I think they could take over the world. I mean, it's just getting close. Yeah. yeah. It's, getting, it's becoming a close competition. Well, that's it for our discussion on Amazon. When we come back, it's making it or breaking it. You're listening to Tommy and Todd on Making It, Coast to Coast. Do you need help with rosacea, anti-aging, tattoo removal, cosmetic surgery, or anything that can improve your beauty? The Beauty Research Institute is here for you. Established as an organization committed to examining the science of beauty, The Beauty Research Institute has been involved in a broad range of initiatives for many years, combining psychology, biology, consumer insights, and fashion trends to build a mass knowledge so that we can help people lead healthy and beautiful lives. The Institute conducts focus groups in consumer research and is active in the discovery, development, and delivery of beauty techniques, products, and education. Our mission is to give to society and deliver value to customers by sharing the most effective Effective beauty research on the planet. Visit us today at beautyresearchinstitute.com and let us help you improve your beauty and well-being at no cost to you. Again, that's beautyresearchinstitute.com. Are you looking for a career change? Are you sick of having a boss who doesn't appreciate you? Then let Freedom Franchise Group show you how to be in business for yourself, but not by yourself. Call 877-623-1318 today and get your free informational packet from Freedom Franchise Group. Have you had it with the politics of climbing the corporate ladder? Or if you've been downsized, call 877-623-1318 now and see how Freedom Franchise Group can help you rewrite your destiny. Don't waste any more time or energy on your dead-end job. Wake up every day knowing you're going to a job you love. We have over 300 franchises to choose from, and there is absolutely no fee. Call 877-623-1318 or log on to freedomfranchisegroup.com now and let us show you how to become your own boss. That's 877-623-1318 or freedomfranchisegroup.com. Don't wait. Take the first step towards financial freedom today. Call 877-623-1318 right now. 
I tried to walk a mile and it felt like a Mack truck was laying on my hips. My glaring wardrobe was now reduced to five black and gray garments. The belly fat I had made me feel like the Michelin tire man. I had tried it all and was sick of gross tasting diets and portion sizes meant for a three-year-old. I finally found the way and I dropped 65 pounds with Speedlot smoothies. So what about you? Do you want to drop 15 to 75 pounds without feeling so hungry that you have an attitude as friendly as Darth Vader? Hi, I'm Melinda Inks, product ambassador for Speedlot Foods. I've been part of developing an exclusive weight loss and health breakthrough called Speedlot Smoothies. They will soon be offered in stores across America, but before it hits shelves, a limited number of two-week free trials are being made available to this area so we can have more inspirational success stories. For your free trial, visit jumpstartspeedloss.com now. This may be your last chance to try Speed Loss Smoothies for free. Speed Loss Smoothies help you lose weight. They taste way better than other smoothies and shakes guaranteed. They have proven ingredients, including our proprietary fat-burning formula, so you'll feel full for hours. Results are so impressive that people are watching the weight just drop off, getting into clothing they haven't been in since the first iPhone. Hi, I'm Ellie Morgan from Sarasota, Florida. I'm over 50 years old, and I lost 40 pounds with Speed Loss Smoothies. My favorite flavor is the Strawberry Shredder. Lose weight and feel great faster than you thought possible. This might be your last chance to try Speed Loss Smoothies for free. So visit jumpstartspeedloss.com. Now hurry, supplies are limited. Visit jumpstartspeedloss.com. That's jumpstartspeedloss.com. KCAA. Your questions about business, career, personal development, and achieving the American dream are more than welcome. Email them to info at makingitnow.com. Now back to more Making It with Tommy and Todd. Welcome back, and it's time for Brittany Dorsey and her fancy shoes to talk to us. What's going on, Brittany? Yes, all right. It's time for one of my favorite segments. I don't even have a favorite. I like them all today. Um, But it's time for making it or breaking it. And today we're discussing, is a handwritten letter better than an email for sale? Wow, that's a good one. Well, I I think... You know, and I'm I'm getting ready to institute this uh, big time in my company. We already have, and um, and I'm going to be doing it more. And mm-hmm. I'm going to um, really make this a bit a really big thing because now, you know, there used to be before email, you got junk mail. Yes, and you know, you would throw your junk mail away that you got, you know, in the in the snail mail. Yes, and now. You really barely get any, you know, snail mail. Right. You get some, but it's not like it was before. You, you sort it over the garbage can, though. Right, but it's not that much. Right. right. Like it was before. Sure. And now you sort your junk email yeah. right. out over the electronic trash can. Right. Exactly right. And uh, so, so that means that if you get a handwritten letter in the mail, it is almost guaranteed to be open. Yeah. It gets immediate attention. I think so. It sticks out. Right. You're so used to like impersonal electronic communication. Do you think, you know, people don't care? They don't really mean what they say. Mm-hmm. You're kind of in a you're in a rut like that. All of a sudden somebody handwrites a, a handwritten Communi- a sales communication? Well, I, I it's get a major very, advantage. I get very few letters in the mail and most of them are from lawyers. Or, or the courthouse. They're not handwritten, and um, I, I would like to throw them away, but I'm afraid uh, to right. do that. Well, and Todd, to your point, 
on a psychological level, what's literally happening is that as soon as you see something that's handwritten, literally handwritten, not just like that stupid type right. print that looks like it's handwritten and it's yeah. not, right. everybody can tell the difference. Sure. Actual handwriting, whether it's a letter, whether it's a cute thank you note card, whether it's handwriting on a receipt, which I've experienced a lot of times in all my online shopping, when your brain is looking at that, it's literally triggering the emotional part of your amygdala. And so it's arresting your brain. And so that's what's standing out, something that's more emotional and human and, and something that's literally triggering the memory, amygdala, emotional part of your brain is being arrested in, in that decision to write you a little thank you note. People, people are valuing what we talked about on the previous um, segment. People are valuing what's real more now. Right. Because so much is fake. Yes. And so, so much is, is auto, automatized, digitized, you know, uh, airbrushed, robotized. Uh, fake. And so when you get into this, uh, you get into doing this, I think that email sales, you know, they're going to continue to be a form of sales. But uh, a handwritten letter, I mean, it says, you got my attention. Uh, oh, this is personal. Okay, you you paid attention to me. Uh, this is more meaningful, right? And I'm going to take a look at it. Well, and as I, as I, you know, I uh, have a new book out called "The Way of the Rich," right? Uh, sold on Amazon, by the way, right? And uh, from time to time, I'm getting—I uh, shouldn't say from time to time—I'm getting a lot of these requests. People are buying the book, but they're asking me to autograph it to their mom, their dad, right. uh, their cousin, whatever, mm-hmm. and. I've got to tell you, I'm I'm kind of ashamed of my handwriting. It's not what it used to be, but I I'm 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 trying to improve my handwriting just so that my autographed copies and I always write a little note with it uh, is more meaningful to the to the people receiving it. I've I've got a quick story I want to tell about uh, a handwritten note. Uh, I have a dear friend of mine that just passed away uh, a couple months ago, and I recently saw on Facebook that his daughter got one of the last handwritten letters that she received from him while she was in college. And she took the last two lines of that letter and she had them tattooed on her arm. And I, I knew him very well. So I recognized his handwriting. And when I saw that his handwriting on a tattoo on her arm, it it almost moved me to tears. It was very touching. Right. Well, there's, there's more proof of it. You're getting into a part of the brain right. that feels a deeper connection. And now we know that's the amygdala. Yeah. And I think it's also a great way to back up other parts of your business. So if you have a handwritten thank you note, if you have a handwritten uh, little thank you on a receipt or something like that, um, because of what it's doing to the brain, I think it then makes people not throw out your email as junk email next time. Right. So it helps other part of your businesses... <sighs> Uh, other parts of your business then be more efficient and productive and more power in the punch. So I think uh, America should take my lead and they should practice their handwriting as I'm trying to do. It's one of those things. It's, it's one of those things where uh, it's, it's, it's very obvious. It's very effective. Yeah. And you know, there'd be a very limited number of people that will follow through with it. Yeah. If you follow through with it, you can see big success. Right. right. I'm certainly you know, going to follow through with it. It's that. almost like, you know, it's, it's, it's too 
easy. It's too. Uh, it's taken for granted. It's so simple. People so think simple, it can't be the answer. It can't be the answer. Yeah, yes. and have such a big impact on your business. I'm here to tell you, it is the answer. Well, right. we're not going to get into the discussion of cursive versus printing. But that's another discussion. Whatever we you need can to read, whatever's legible. Yes. Well, that's our story, and we're sticking to it. That's it for today's show. Brittany, how can they get a hold of us? Fast. Okay, check us out our website, makingitnow.com. All of our social media links are on there. This is Tommy and Todd. Thanks for joining us, America, and keep making it. This has been Making It, the source for information, insights, interviews, and in-the-trench advice for startups, struggling, and early-stage entrepreneurs and business owners nationwide. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of this station, staff, management, or advertisers. For more information, contact Tommy or Todd at 855-MAKING-IT. That's 855-625-4648. Or at their email address, info at makingitnow.com. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM. Check out Digital Network Advertising. Digital Network Advertising is where businesses display your ad inside their building. You can choose your marketing sites or jump on the DNA system and advertise with all participants. Your slide holds the virtual billboard for 14 seconds and is displayed three times an hour. It's a novel way to be seen, be discovered, and to be remembered. Digital Network Advertising with networks in Redlands and Yukaipa. Call 909-222-9293 for introduction. Pricing. That's 909. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.